Hey y'all, welcome, welcome back. Thank you for joining us for another round of conversation. I am Pamela Clark and joining me as always is my husband, Kerry Clark. Wanna say hello? Hello everyone. We are- wait, 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 honey, before we get started, I have got some wonderful news to share with you. You see, I got some feedback from our younger audience. And they uh, noticed something that we did that I didn't, or they pay attention to details that the older audience doesn't really pay attention to. They said the chairs that we sit in may not be so comfortable, but I tried to convey to them that these chairs that we're sitting in are very comfortable. Now, even though we may not look comfortable, they are quite comfortable. So we're going to sit back just a little bit for our younger crowd just to show you how comfortable these chairs might be. I sure hope that feedback didn't come from Tori. It did not come from Tori. Even right. though I get lots of feedback from Tori, it was not Tori this time. Okay. It was well, a, a fade. I actually prefer to stand, but since you have the seats here, that's the only reason that we're sitting. <laughs> just for the record. But anyway, y'all, seriously, let's get back on track here. Yeah. We are glad to have y'all joining us for another podcast. Um, today, we're actually going to be diving into our life growth area number three, mm. which actually deals with, drum roll, <laughs> our, our spirituality. Y'all, yes. that's going to be um, a doozy for certain, because I'm certain just when you hear the word spirituality, all sorts of things come to mind. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to break it down and talk about different um, things that actually make up what we mm -hmm. think spirituality is and, and we're going to share some of our thoughts and as y'all know Carrie has plenty of thoughts plenty. so rather than keeping you at bay um, let me tell you about the first thing that we're going to talk about we're going to talk about that word Carrie that so many people think is taboo mm. words that a word that people I think um, don't really understand the true meaning of right yes um, and we're just going to dive into it and that word is Holy. Holy. Holy to the max. Yes, this episode that we've entitled Holy to the Max. Don't let that scare you out. I'm not going to get you to commit to wearing no makeup and long dresses or whatever have you that you consider to be holy. Not going to do that. However, I didn't know where he was going with that. Yeah, thought. it was good. Yeah, that's good, right? Anyway, holy is one of my favorite words. In fact, it's the word that we live by. Our website is actually named, is a, a synonym for this word. No longer common and holy are the same. Well, and I think you're going to talk a little bit about um, about how it's the most misunderstood word. Absolutely. Right? Um, and what's so funny is it's the word that's on the front of our Bible. Yes, the holy, holy Bible. Bible. The set apart, the uncommon. Common no longer common book that teaches us how to be different, unique, set apart, not yeah, like anyone exactly. else, first class in life, excelling in everything that we yeah. do, having exceptional goals, skills, talents, you yep. name it. That's what the word means. All right, so sit back, mm -hmm. all right? Enjoy what's coming your way, and we will see y'all on the other side, all right? Perfect. This is life growth area number three, our spirituality, living like no one else. This is how we do church and how religion impacts our world. 
We began with an opening discussion, our introduction to this session, and we came across a word. That word is the word holy. I don't want that word to scare you off or to run you away from this recording, nor do I want you to think about church, since it is a word we only hear used in church settings. Think of it as just another word. It is simply another word in our dictionary, no different than the word uncommon. It, holy, means not average. And you know how I feel about being average. You know, our, Pamela and I, we're in a fight against people being ordinary, normal, average. In fact, we say that those words, when you settle for that, is just not enough for your life. Let's think of words that you can easily digest, getting back to the word holy. We think about the word holy and the first response we have to it, it places us at church, in a pew, on a pew chair, or in an auditorium or sanctuary, and I need to bring it home for you. When you think about the word holy, it puts you in the mind of God. Most people describe God as being holy. He's a holy God. It puts you in the thought of religious things. Well, in this message, we're going to have to ask you to shake that off a little bit. Get rid of it for just a moment, what you know about that word and what you think about it and what it brings to your mind. I'm not trying to discredit the Bible and never will I discredit church or religion or anything like that. But at this moment, I need you to shake off those religious connotations that the word holy infers. Let me give you an example. You can better understand the word holy if you have a family of great heritage or one that passes things down throughout the times, like fine china. Think of a grandmother who pulls out her fine china for special events or special holidays, or a mother who possesses china that's been handed down to her from someone that she grew up with or someone that she knew or had handed down from her mother that was given to her by her mother and so on and so forth. She pulls out her china out of its special storage place. Maybe it's kept in containers or even in the dining room curio display cabinet or maybe it's kept in another piece of furniture that houses this precious dinnerware. Your grandmother or mother housed such items in a sacred place the place where no one is allowed to just go and grab the items. There's nothing magical or special about this china. It's just simply been declared or made precious. In fact, the one who originally owned the china may not have even thought of it as being very precious. It may not have even been very expensive at the time. However, it's been made special because of what it represents. It's been made, here's that word, holy. Those plates and utensils are, the, are only used for special occasions like Thanksgiving dinner, Christmas dinner. They are not used as everyday items. They're not everyday dishes, nor are they everyday plates, nor everyday fork spoons or knives, they're special. So I want you to shake off the religious connotation for just a little bit so that you can get this concept of what the word holy really means. The word holy is the most misused and misunderstood word in our Bible. 
Yet it is the most important word for us to really understand. It's so important that it's printed generally on the front of every Bible. The Holy Bible. How can one crack open the Bible and miss the first word you encounter? Holy. The Holy Bible. If we think about it from a non-religious standpoint, you should ask yourself, why is that word holy printed on the front of my Bible anyway? When we hear the word, we've been trained to think sacred and untouchable. In fact, I tell this story with people often. When I get a new Bible and I need to discard my old Bible, I never throw it away. I believe there's a rule, an unstated rule that says, oh, I can never put my Bible in the trash because it's sacred, untouchable. But that's just not the case. Think back to that china and grandmother preparing Thanksgiving dinner. You love to see her preparing Thanksgiving dinner. The china isn't that it's untouchable. It's just been made to be separated from every ordinary dinner or dining experience your family has. They have made it so that china, this dinner, is special. It's unique in its own way. Let me say that again. They have made it so that this china, this dinner, is special. It's unique in its own special way. The word holy actually means it's not common. It's not every day. It's unlike anyone or anything we know. It's set apart from what's normal. It is different. It's unique. It's special. It's precious. Its value is different. Even though the china may be less expensive than everyday dinnerware, everyday dining instruments, plates, and utensils, it may be less expensive than the things that you currently have or currently use. Those items that China may not have cost as much as the things that we use today, but they are more precious because we've assessed more value on them. You see, value is that thing that we really can't define very well. Most of us think value is assessed by a dollar amount, but that's not true. The dollar amount comes into play when we're able to assess something. Like if someone wanted to buy your children, well, let me don't, don't use that one, you'll probably give them away. How about <laughs> your favorite whatever it is? When someone asks you, like your, your most prized possession, when they ask you, can they buy it from you? Generally, the value increase from the amount that you paid for because it's something that you do not want to part from. The same way that China is when we made it holy, made it special. We've set it apart for a special event and we use it year after year with great anticipation. Those items, that China, may not have cost as much as the things that we use today, but they are more precious because we've assessed more value on them. When you decide that you're not average, normal, or common, what it means is that you've assessed a higher value on yourself. 
When I decide that I'm not average, normal, or common, what it says is that I've assessed a higher value on myself. The ancient scriptures for living gave instructions to the priest of that day to master in one subject, and that was to teach people the difference between two things. One was common and two was holy. There's that word. Listen, the priest in biblical times had to master in one subject and that was to teach the people the difference between what was common and what wasn't common. That word we refer to is holy. So here is the definition I want to leave you with regards to this word holy. The definition to the word holy is this. But before I give it to you, shake off the religious thinking, the thoughts that normally stain your mind and your thoughts. Shake it off. When you think of the word holy, think of it this way. Holy is simply the opposite of common. Hey, hey, y'all, welcome back. We sure do hope y'all enjoyed um, what we had to share with you about the word holy, holy to the max. Yes. We cannot wait to hear your feedback, so don't be shy. Email us, right? Mm -hmm. Leave a comment on the website or on any of our social media pages. We love, love, love getting feedback, and you never yes. know. You actually may get a shout-out, right, in the yes. next podcast. Possibly. Um, based on the feedback that you give. So don't hesitate to reach out and let us know. Here, do you have any closing comments <laughs> for our folks out there? Closing. Yes. The reason we use a title like Holy to the Max is, one, to get catch your attention, but, two, to get you to think on normal terms so that we can take that normal terminology and take it to an uncommon level, the next levels, like we like to say. We like to take everything that you know and everything we've been taught from this level to a higher level. And the word holy is where we start. Well, you know, part of that too, I think, part of the passion behind that is there's no need in you all making the mistakes we've made before, right? Sure. If we know better and can do better, why not share it with someone, right? Mm -hmm. So that's a great lead-in. Y'all share the podcast, mm -hmm. right? Yes. Um, share it on your social media pages. Email it to a friend. Heck, pick up the phone and call them, right? And tell them all about it. I know sometimes we don't we don't pick up the phone to, to talk to anybody anymore. It's easy to text. I'm so guilty of that. But we would appreciate it. Um, certainly share it. And again, reach out if there's any questions that you have or if you want to take a, a deeper dive into this conversation, I am certain. He's up for the challenge. Y'all, have a great day. And know that you can always find us at carrieaclark.com. You can find all of our handles there. And we look forward to seeing you on our next podcast. Take care. It's our honor to share this content with you. And we will see you next time.
with. All right. I'm trying not to tilt my head. Yes, you might want to. Because of <laughs> Oh, you're trying not to tilt your head? Mm. How's it going? Perfect. I'll pop that on the side, so. Outro, not to confuse with alto, is the S3, E2, and 5, 4, 3, 2, hair rolling. All right. Got the smile on. Here we go. S3, E2, and 5, 4, 3, Two, one. Hey everybody, welcome back to another podcast with me, Pamela Clark, and my husband, Kerry Clark. You want to say hello to everybody? Hello everyone. Oh, blooper! <laughs> Do it again. <laughs> right. I hate the Look at okay. S2, 3, S3, E2, and 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Hey, everybody. <laughs> All right. All right, let's do this again. All right. Sweating a little bit. Wipe my face off. Camera time. No paper on my face, is it? All right. All right, here we go. E3. No, S3. <laughs> S3, E2, and 5. If you didn't use all those acronyms, you probably know what you're All right. S3, E2, and 5. 4, 3, 2,